Disclaimer for all who are listening. Mixed emotion is a conversation about what it means to be biracial. We are learning and growing along with the audience. The opinions and experiences expressed on this podcast are personal. They do not speak to everyone's story, but we hope to provide a safe space to connect and relate. Honestly, let's just open up the discussion. Okay. I'm going to ask when you first kind of recognized that you were different and you were biracial. Okay, so, like, obviously I knew that I was half white, (laughs) half Indian. I, like, I'd been told that. I think my parents were like, you know, you're half this and you're half this and, you know, be proud of that. And I was, and I remember I was, like, four or five and I was Mm -hmm. in daycare. I was, like, not even school. And I remember this, like, girl coming up to me and she asked about my ethnicity and I said, oh, like, very proudly, I said, I'm half Indian, half white. (laughs) And she said, well, which half is what? And I remember like looking down at my body and being like, well, um, from my waist down, I'm white. And and then I was like, no, because I was all one color and I was really confused. And I was like, well, the front and then the back side of me. And I was... I was very confused in that moment. Yeah, that is very confusing. Like, an identity conversation. Yeah. As a four or five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No idea. I'm like, I, I, I would say I was mixed at that point. That's what I was told and that's what I said. Yeah. Okay, but what about you? It was, I think, when I was around grade three or four, I was still, like, in the primary section of school. Yeah. And I was standing around with my group of friends, and it was really interesting because it was just, like, a moment in time where... Like, identity almost clicked and, like, set into my mm-hmm. mind for a second. And I looked around all these other people. And I went to a very diverse, like, elementary school. So okay. it was very normal f- to see people of color there, which was comforting to me. However, I noticed that everyone was kind of one of everything. So there was, like, one of my friends was, like, Iranian. Um, one was Bangladeshi. One of them was just, like, black, like, Jamaican, like, a whole bunch of other different people and like races and ethnicities which was cool but I was sitting there like okay wait I have a black father and a white mother and I'm like I just feel different I feel almost alone in this and it was just weird because like I was young but I was still having these feelings I didn't know how to express them but I noticed it and I was like okay this is a thing and that was kind of just my realization it was literally like one day at recess on the playground yeah, you but just kind of looked around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just me being observant, but it's, like, so valid. It's it's a little cheesy to say, but it is, like, kind of recognizing how you're a little different than, than everyone else. It's very much a feeling of, like, isolation. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like, how would you describe it? I would say, like, confused mostly. Because I feel like I grew up around a lot of white kids. So yeah. I never really saw myself as like a person of color. Yeah. I don't know. Like what's a confused, isolated, what's another adjective? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to kind of describe that like emotion, that feeling. It really it, is. It's so many like in one. I agree. And honestly, all of these emotions kind of bound into one as a biracial individual in like this society. Yeah. And I feel like we could almost define it. <laughs> Say it. As our mixed emotion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Juliana, what's our podcast called? I don't know, Valentina. What is it? It's that that feeling that, that mixed, mixed emotion. <laughs> this is actually our fourth time trying to film this part of the podcast, so... 
bear with us, everyone. We really can't <laughs> afford um, to film this a fifth time. Um, but we are so excited to finally be doing this podcast. Yes. We've been waiting years, like actual years, to be doing this. Um, so we're both incredibly excited to uh, share this with you guys. Very much so. Should we introduce ourselves? Yes. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go. Okay. My name is Juliana. I am for ethnicity. I am half black, half white. Jamaican is my dad's side and Italian is my mom's side. Um, specifically South Italian. We have to be very conscious very about mentioning that mm-hmm. because she does not like to be associated with North. Yeah, I heard that's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing because my mom is obsessed with Italians, but she is, in fact, Indian. Yes. Um, I'm Valentina, by the way. <laughs> and my mom's from the south of India, not the north. Mm-hmm. Let's clarify. Clarify. Yeah. Um, and my dad is white from uh, German and British descent, primarily, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's lived in Canada all, all his life. Very nice. Yeah, um, same. My parents have both lived in Canada, but it's like my grandparents. Your grandparents were the ones who moved Yeah, here. they were like the immigrants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My mom moved here when she was seven. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slay. Slay. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. Okay. People are going to be questioning how we met because this has been, again, as you mentioned, in the making for a very long time. Yes. So let's like rewind and tell them our backstory. Okay. I'm I'm ready for this. Okay. Let's I've, go. I've like, got it in my head. Okay. I'm great. ready to say it. Okay, so me and Juliana went to the same high school, mm-hmm. but Juliana is a year younger. Um, I'm cooler and, and older. Oh. That's that's who I am. <laughs> wow. Offensive. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Thing. She's way more outgoing than I am. <laughs> um, and <laughs> we met in band class. I was in grade 10. I made the really weird decision to um, take beginner band a year after everyone else I knew had taken it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we were like put in groups the first day and, um, I was in the hallway with another girl cause like we uh, like left the class to work on some group work Mm -hmm. and I think you just walked out and just like introduced yourself like yeah. walked up to us I know I the band class was really fresh and new and it obviously was my first year of high school so I was still yeah. trying to like meet people and I was like okay let me just say hi because why not she looks approachable yeah <laughs> literally out of all the people I was like okay she's approachable yeah let me go up to her and she seemed nice dressed so cute by the way Valentina has great fashion oh, so fashion okay style, so that's like you okay. know okay but yeah so basically <laughs> She looked very approachable, and I went up to her and this other girl that we became friends with as well, and um, I just introduced myself, and we ended up getting along just, I think, over the sole reason of, was it? Well, there were a few things. Yeah, there was a couple things. We're both major tryhards. Yeah. At least we were in high school. Let's be so real. Let's be real. We were, like, nerds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, it was, one was that, and then also... There was... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, wait, I'll I'll introduce. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, there was this guy. We're going to call him Greg. Yes. We're going to call him Greg. Yes. That was so not his name. Um, and, <laughs> and I think it was right after we met, one of the things we talked about, like, you know that that kid um who's like in your grade or in your class and he's just like always i say he doesn't have to be he but in this case for us it was always a he yeah um like making some sort of 
like drawing attention to himself. Always. Always. And also always flirting. Yeah. Like anyone he Who breathes. But like Juliana was Greg's target. <laughs> like, not that this guy was creepy or like weird, but he was obsessed yeah. with Juliana. He was at this very point. much he was very much on me. Yeah. So that was funny to observe from not even my perspective, but like to hear Valentina's perspective on what was happening. Yeah. Was something that we bonded over. Like, yeah. We both always noticed it. And I like, think everyone in the class did. Oh, well, everyone did. But yeah. it was fun to just, we we're just sitting there. And I think it was literally after you introduced yourself. I think you came and joined our group or something or sat yeah. down. Yeah. And then he immediately comes out of the classroom. He's like, hey, Juliana. <laughs> And I was like, girl, doing his thing and drawing attention yet again. Yeah, you know, they're like walking really slow where they're like walking to like get a drink from the water yeah. fountain and they have their like water bottle that they have to like hit against the wall or something. Always and like jump and touch the top of the door. Yeah, and they have like, to like make a sound, yeah. that I come, which I will not perform on this <laughs> podcast because it's kind of like, please shut up. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so we bonded over that. That was yeah. absolute like craziness very wild experience another reason we bonded so quickly mm-hmm. um was because we both realized we were biracial yeah and i don't think we felt at least for me anyway like i didn't have um any other friends who were biracial at that point in my life yeah and i it felt like this kind of ex- some like a weird in between you know experience that i couldn't really share or express maybe frustration with especially with my predominantly white friends yes um and i think that was just something that was nice to have because you knew someone felt you know we're different ethnicities but we're both biracial and it was nice to know that someone kind of understood that feeling to a degree even if there were different experiences i agree and i think obviously like our relationship didn't start off being like okay yeah we're both biracial let's like talk about it (laughs) yeah like no obviously it started from like okay simple things like hanging out or like loving going to cafes together like simple tiny wee things that added up and then through that we were able to build a stronger connection where we could then have those conversations but also i would say like from in my experience i had other biracial friends because again I came from a diverse elementary school yeah and I hung out with people who were diverse but at the high school that we went to me and my group of friends were like one of the only diverse group of friends there so okay we I've I've seen my friends experience like different forms of discrimination in high school in different ways yeah depending on like our identities yeah for me like I never felt like I had someone to go to only because I felt like my friends at the time weren't almost we weren't mature enough all of us to recognize that we need to have these kind of conversations with one another with one another but i think like growing up and then obviously we went through the pandemic and then you and me started talking a little more yeah can i clarify something you just said though yeah when you say like you and your friends weren't mature enough to have those conversations were you guys saying things that was kind of upsetting to one or the other in the group not in high school in elementary school yes okay and that was also interesting i would say like discrimination inside a bit the group yes or not even discrimination towards each other it's like we would see someone like you know how in bullying it's like never be a bystander yeah in these situations it was actual discrimination that we experienced okay and then no one said anything right 
and no one recognized it. Like, we all just just lingered, you know what I mean? So similar to, like, our identities, no one really recognized our identities. It all just lingered. Right. So um, as we grew older, of course, we started having these conversations, but then we still weren't open to discussing things like race and ethnicity. Right. So it was more of like, oh, I'm getting bullied, not like I'm getting this discriminated is, against. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then with you, because you were also older than me, I felt like I was able to have these conversations. And we both both openly recognized that we were both biracial. Yeah, and I think recognized that we didn't get a chance to really talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when we did have the chance to talk about it, then our conversations always flowed extremely well. And I was... I think you were one of the first people that that I could open up to, like, very freely. Yeah, same. Just about everything. Because I feel even when you do become close with someone, and I'm speaking more about becoming close with, like, someone who's white versus not a person of color. Yeah. As a person of color. Yeah. um, You can be open with them. You can be honest. You can be really close to them. But there's always that kind of one thing Mm -hmm. that's not... um, that they're not going to get like I can't explain like they're going to say that's terrible or you know uh, they might say oh I'm you know don't understand what it's like I'm sorry you feel this way yeah but it they're not going to quite get it yeah and they won't yeah no and that's (laughs) something like we have to accept unfortunately yeah but then of course this is why like we're doing this as well to like help build something that yeah we can have these conversations through because that's something we talked about like I always wished that I had like some sort of I don't know like proper representation of of someone being biracial in, in the media or yeah even and we'll go into this in later episodes but just like someone like talking specifically about being biracial definitely I don't know if I just never found it or was exposed to it and it was out there yeah um I think that's something we're gonna start like trying to research a little bit and see definitely that'll be great yeah but um um yeah I also think that like by the end of high school we were but and especially like 2020 was a big year for like the um, BLM movement and, yeah. like, you know, discrimination, like, anti-Asian hate. Like, mm-hmm. so much happened, and it forced everyone to have these conversations. But yeah. when you're isolated in your home, it's tough, too. Yeah. So it's, like... But through everything during the pandemic, like, I had you that I could... I always felt like I could reach out to you. Yeah. We kind of yeah. drifted for a bit. Yeah. Like, from grade 9 to grade 11. I yeah. I feel like we kind of drifted just because life. Yeah. Um, but then we kind of rekindled in grade 11, grade 12-ish. When you were in grade 12, I was yeah. in grade 11. Yeah. And um, we both started having conversations, like, reflecting on what our high school experience was in person. Yeah. And that's when things started picking up about, like, real conversations about... The, yeah. you know the mixed experience no for sure I think even um after like everything you know people started just I guess becoming more aware yeah of just the Black Lives Matter movement and also just more awareness surrounding like microaggressions and yes. stuff and I was able to kind of look back on my first couple years in person in high school yes and really be able to oh that funny feeling I had when someone said that weird thing about you know, me being biracial, like, that that was something. It was valid. That wasn't just me, like, overthinking a situation. Definitely. And I think through all of these movements, obviously, like, a great thing and a lot of negativity came through it, but at the same time, it allowed both of us to kind of recognize that 
oh my gosh, these things are legit. Like, yeah. these are so valid to it us. It was validating. It really to, was. And more experiences were being, um, were coming out. Like, I feel, I finally was hearing more about, you know, just like everyone's yeah. experience. And for sure, you get validation from, from hearing like, you know, so many different people of color talking about all those little, not, obviously that not, it's a good, it's not a good thing, yeah. but you just hearing all those experiences, um, it validates because you eventually you hear your own exactly which was so comforting and I think yeah as time passed like everyone got training people started having more conversation yeah. and then it also allowed you and me to have more conversation and then as again time passed you were in now first year university mm-hmm. and I was in grade 12 and I was actually applying for this program that I'm in yeah. right now yeah and I I started speaking to you. Are we like FaceTime? I think you DM'd me and we're just like, hey, like want to catch up. And then pretty much the first I said, so what are you thinking about for, or you asked me where I was. Yeah, I asked you where you were, like what your program was. I didn't know if you went away. No. You had no idea. And I was just like, "Uh, no, I'm in the city. I'm, I'm in this program. Yeah. And you're just like, stop it. I was (laughs) like, I want to apply to this program. But I had no idea. Yeah. So well, you were applying, I think. I was applying at the yeah, time. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't really know what I wanted to go into. And then you miraculously ended up in the same program that I wanted to apply mm-hmm. to. So then that was amazing. Yeah. And then we started, you know, doing that together. You helped me out, which was I'm very thankful for. And You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then we were like, okay, we've had all these conversations about our identity before. Yeah. And we were still very passionate to that day. We still are, obviously. And... Then it came into like, okay, well, if we're both doing media, yeah. we can do this and tie our passion yeah. to something that we're very passionate about, yeah. like our identity yeah. and media and combine them. And now we have this beautiful medium. Yes, this beautiful little podcast. Yes. Yeah. Because I think I remember we were just talking about, because I had wanted to do some sort of podcast work yeah. about by being biracial and you had you were also already thinking the same thing and I was like hold up if you get in this program we can do this together exactly so that was that was meant to be it really was meant to be I think everything happens in life for a reason so for me that was like okay yeah I'm the same way yeah yeah I believe in all that me too so it's like everything felt so like validating Mm -hmm. when everything aligned yes it was like we were meant to do this yes so I think we also just want to take this time and like this opportunity to build this platform where that we haven't had growing up yeah to kind of build this community of being able to connect with other biracial individuals and feel like they and validate their feelings the way that yeah. we wanted our feelings validated yeah and maybe for some people this is like who who are not biracial I'm speaking more for people who are not people of color. This is like maybe they can find, you know, understand another perspective. Definitely. And I'm sure people of color who aren't biracial but want to listen or, you know, find a a safe space here, welcome as well. Yeah, for sure. It's open to obviously everyone. And it's just like it's another perspective because I think it's very important in order to learn and heal it's important to understand others and like create and build empathy throughout different um groups and demographics so this is just another perspective that you guys are able to listen to and hopefully relate to yeah as well but yeah we should talk about topics that 
are going to come up in, like, future episodes, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think to start off, we really wanted to discuss dating. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to say about specifically online dating, too. Yes, like, yes. White boy bios. I am so excited. Ridiculous. No, that's gonna be a great episode. Yeah. Um. Also, white beauty standards is a big one. Yeah. Again, so much to say. So much to say. Um, media representation. We're gonna definitely do a few episodes of these because you know this is a big topic. Yeah, a lot to cover. Yeah, and also what we specialize in. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, we're literally in a program about media. Yeah, yeah, a lot to touch on. And then um, colorism is something we also really want to touch on. Yeah, as well as having some guests that are also biracial and identify similar to us, um, just to kind of open up more group conversation. Because we think it's really important to get different perspectives on this. Yeah, different experiences. And also, yeah. we should say, going back to colorism, we're talking about also, like, how we've been discriminated against or even fetishized for yeah being biracial, but also how there's a ton of privilege being light-skinned. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. we will definitely make that disclaimer when the time comes because it's very important to address that and, like, yeah. that issue's very touchy and we recognize that as well. So Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those that's, are that's kind of our topics. Yeah, so and be excited. Yeah, guys, get ready. <laughs> you love us. You okay. do already. Or you don't, but that's okay. It's okay. You like some people, you don't like others. Exactly. Bye. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>